Hi, this is the Organisational Success Academy from the Oxford Review, bringing you the very latest research in leadership, management, organisational development, design, transformation and change, human resources and human capital, organisational learning, coaching and work psychology from around the world to make you the most up-to-date and knowledgeable person in the room. Evidence-based organisational change. Organisational change is a continually hot topic within both the organisational and research communities and with very good reason, as the rate of pace of change increases year on year, which is currently estimated to be approximately a 9% change increase year on year. And this is just in terms of new knowledge, scientific discoveries and technological advancements. Added to this, there is an almost measurable amount of social, political and market change ongoing at any particular time. At the time of recording this, the COVID-19 pandemic is creating unprecedented organisational and social change around the world. And the old organisational change continuum, which had at its poles continual change to infrequent episodic change, has itself changed to include four change states of stability, episodic or planned change, continual incremental change, and now rapid responsive change. At an organisational level, change is considered to be a necessary part of doing business or supplying services in order for organisations to remain viable, relevant and operable. Additionally, there is absolutely no research evidence of a generic or universal blueprint for organisational change, largely because the contextual and organisational variables themselves change. A recent systematic review of organisational change research literature found that there are 55 different barriers to change in five broad categories, which are human resource barriers, strategic barriers, contextual barriers, procedural barriers and structural barriers. For a list of all 55, go to oxford-review.com and look up organisational change. In effect, there are three main factors which cause problems for organisations having to deal with change. Firstly, the use of ineffective or inappropriate models and tools. The use of inappropriate or ineffective implementation methods. And ill or misunderstood environmental factors and issues. A new study. A new study published in 2020 has looked at whether the assumption that leaders and change practitioners both within organisations and change stroke management consultants, understand which are the most appropriate and effective change models and tools and implementation methods, and whether or not they have an appropriate and effective set of perceptions and understandings of the internal and external environments that are at play during organisational change. In effect, the study was looking at, when it comes to organisational change, how evidence-based organisations and practitioners really are. Evidence-based organisational change. Now, the intention behind all evidence-based practice is to conscientiously, explicitly and judiciously use the best available evidence to increase the likelihood of a favourable outcome and making good decisions. In terms of organisational change and organisational change management, this means using a judicious mix of properly conducted peer-reviewed research, properly conducted within organisation experimentation and trials, practitioner expertise, 
and organization and client stakeholder data. Now, part of the problem is that many of the change models, theories, approaches, and practice used in change management actually have little robust empirical evidence to back them up. The lack of evidence for most change models. For example, a 2014 systematic review found only 10 pre-test, post-test randomized control studies of organizational change. They also found that 77% of published evaluations of organizational change used poor to very poor interventions and evaluation methods. In other words, a significant proportion, about two-thirds, of published studies of organizational change are using measures that are unreliable and frequently invalid. Additionally, a number of previous studies have found that many of the commonly used theoretical change models have very little, if any, direct empirical testing. For example, in studies in 2015 and 2017, Cotter's eight-stage change process was found not to adequately represent the reality and complexity of the change processes in organisations. Additionally, it's been found that many of the models, tools and techniques of change are derivatives of very early work, for example, Lewin's 1947 change model, and therefore overlap each other to such an extent that there is often very little clear distinction between them. For example, a 2013 study found that 13 of the most usually wide change models and processes in use in organisations are actually based on, and in essence replicate, Lewin's three-step model which is itself has very little empirical basis. The two rational problem. One of the major problems that exist in terms of organisational change models is that they tend to represent a rational approach of reasonably neat, linear processes of how to organize and manage change. In reality, it has been found that organizational change is more of a complex, obscure, and iterative process that involves extensive organizational politics, multiple and often competing narratives and histories, and multiple agendas, aims, and goals many of which are not aligned and are often in direct competition with each other. The second major problem is that organizations make little use of high quality evidence. Many recent studies have shown that organizations make little use of high quality evidence across the whole range of activities such as organizational change, human resource management, leadership and other operational activities. One particular factor that exacerbates this situation is the divide between academic researchers and practitioners, and the fact that there are few processes that translate current research into a format that is usable by practitioners, for example, like the OR briefings. As a result, it is rare for practitioners to have access to high quality research in order to inform their practice and decision making. Indeed, a number of studies have shown that many practitioners are not aware of the extent of high-quality research available and tend to operate within their own knowledge models. The advent of open science or publication of research in open journals has to some limited extent helped this situation. However, there is a problem of translation in that academic researchers tend to write in the language of scientific disambiguation which is not often understood by practitioners with little or no experience of academia. In particular, the 2020 study found that organisations and practitioners that acknowledge the lack of robust evidence within their practice 
are significantly more likely to move towards evidence-based practice. Additionally, adopting open science practices whereby research conducted within organisations and the methods used to measure change interventions are more openly shared between organisations and open to peer review and critique will help to increase the use of evidence-based practice in organisational change rather than the often low-grade attempts to measure and describe and model change that currently exists. For all the references and for more research briefings and more, go to oxford-review.com. Thank you for listening to the Oxford Review podcast. For free research briefings, audio and video research briefings, research infographics and a whole lot more, visit oxford-review.com. That's oxford-review.com. And please, subscribe, rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to us to have your feedback so that we can make this podcast even better for you. <laughs>